I'm Paula. And I'm Alex. And I'm Selina. And you are listening to Deep Space Gay. Truth. Honor. Patriotism. Loki's gonna drag this out. You'll kill me? You guys know I can move things with my mind, right? Higher, further, faster, baby. I have been falling for 30 minutes. I understood that reference. With a special Hello. guest again, the appearance you've all been waiting for every single time. We are like, oh yeah, let's let's talk about Marvel for a change. For a change is <laughs> good, but you know. Um, yeah, Selena with us today because, as we know, she's our resident Marvel expert. And Hi. Yeah, thank you. I'm really glad to be here again. It's always a pleasure and fun. So much fun. Um, today, we already announced it in one of our earlier episodes. The one that I dubbed the Cars episode, I think it was. <laughs> I listened to that the other day while on a walk, and I, like, I had to laugh so hard the whole fucking time that people did look at me weirdly, and that's all thanks oh, to Alex. Now I know the which Cars. <laughs> yeah, it was attached, but it's now the Cars it's episode. <laughs> like, do listen to that until the end if you haven't yet, because like I don't know what was happening there, but it was good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It was a very intellectual discourse yeah. in the Cars universe. Yeah, for someone who just graduated, or someone's, to someone's who just graduated. Well, technically, I'm not done yet. I'm still waiting. Yeah. I'm not free. Yeah, well, sucks to have the worst Sachbearbeiter, I guess. But the thing is... I, because mine isn't there at the moment, oh, yeah. I texted yours. I sent the email to the same person. Bettina. Yeah. <laughs> she also wasn't there. Um, I think she was like, gone until Thursday or something. I mean, yeah, but I sent the email a week before you did. So I'm just being discriminated against. Yeah, maybe me. you have to wait for Male. Who knows? Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. Did anyone write down, like, general facts? Because I didn't. Well, it was directed and written by James I... Gunn. I have the Wikipedia page open. Mm. What do you want to know? When did it come out? Okay. So the movie was released in the US on May 5th, 2023. Mm -hmm. And the movie has a running time of 150 minutes. And um, let me see... Uh, ba, 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 and has a grow yeah worldwide wild, blah, blah. did i mention that i cannot speak anymore mm-hmm. maybe um yes as part of phase five of the mcu whatever the fuck that means that and means phase, phase four is finally <laughs> over is what it means yeah well woo-hoo. <laughs> um and it has grossed over 400 million dollars worldwide becoming the sixth highest grossing film of 2023 but you know we're actually quite early with recording, so it's still going mm. strong. And the box office so far, yeah, 400. And it had a budget of $250 million. So they I don't know. doubled yeah. um, on that. Good for them, I guess. Like, yeah. No. The music was by John Murphy. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know who that is. Me neither, but I know that Kevin Kiner recorded additional music, mm. and I was very excited about that. What kind of movies did he make? Anything? Oh, he also did oh Suicide Squad, oh, Kick yeah. Ass. So okay. he's a James Gunn guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. What other fun facts do you guys want to know? I think that's it, right? Yeah. It was probably <laughs> produced by Kevin Feige. It was produced by Kevin Feige yeah. and some other people. <laughs> some Cinematography others. was by Henry Bram. Mm. Casting was by Sarah Hedley Finn. Music supervision was by Dave Jordan. Yeah. We've seen this up to, I don't know, 35 times now (laughs) or something. I think CGI is still Victoria Alonso, even though she isn't working with them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Okay. The funnest facts. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Okay. So that we have discussed that. Amazing. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Alex, do you want to get into the plot? Yeah, I can explain the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, spoilers. Oh, yeah. We have to say <laughs> it. I feel like we should say yeah. it every time. Yeah. The, if you haven't seen the film, I personally think it's one of the Marvel movies that is worth watching in cinema because it's quite pretty. But, you know, spoiler warning. Yeah. So the movie starts um, 
after everything that has happened so far, including Gamora dying and coming back as an alternate version that is younger than the original version and its whole thing. And they live into in the skull of the... Is it the Sentinel or something? It's the Eternal. Now the Celestial. The Celestial. Celestial. In nowhere. Every time. Yeah. Yes. They live in nowhere where they're basically building a town, which is really nice. There's lots of people living the, um, and working there and rebuilding. And we have a lot of fun characters. And that's where we're reintroduced to the main characters of the movie, which are Rocket, Gamora. No, Gamora isn't there yet. Nebula. We have Groot. We have, who else is there? Cosmo, <laughs> who's an important part of the film. Craiglin. She's it's surprisingly important. Um, yeah. And, of course, Peter Quill. Did I miss anyone? And Mantis and Drex. Yes. There's many people in this film. <laughs> and the tone of the film immediately is a bit less upbeat and exciting as last time because we're opening up with Creep. Um, and early in the movie, like, everyone is kind of depressed and everyone is a bit worried about Peter because he has developed what I would call a drinking problem over the loss of Gamora. And he is severely depressed. And, um, yeah, that's mainly where we start off with the characters and then they get attacked by a shining a shining man that we later learn and um some of us already knew was adam warlock and um rocket gets badly badly injured and he's dying and he they find out he has like a chip in him that could make his heart explode and hmm? basically a slave chip right yeah something I was reminded like of yeah. star wars yeah yeah basically and um so they go out into the universe they like i'm just gonna keep this short there there's multiple stages and they're trying to find a way to basically find this code thing that can disable the chip inside of rocket and that's basically the a storyline and the b line is um in the past where we learn about rockets like how he was made because he wasn't born the way he is he was made that was something that was always alluded to in the movies beforehand especially in the first one where he's like i'm a monster i was i never wanted to be created this way and we learned that he was made by the high evolutionary in his test to create the perfect society that's basically um the whole idea of the film is you know, the high evolutionary wanting to create perfection and them um, just trying to save their friend. And the past, it's very traumatic for Rocket. Um, he makes friends who are also animals that were tested on and they later on get killed by the high evolutionary and his guards. And he kills off quite a few people in his escape. And that's how he basically, yeah, I don't know, gets out of the whole thing. And one thing that's important is he is very smart and he can solve some shit, something with connections and stuff and that's why the high evolutionary originally um, wanted him back which is why adam warlock came in because his people owed the high evolutionary because they were created by him and basically he belonged or they belonged to him and he wanted to have rocket back because rocket even though he was made is very special because he has a certain type of something in his brain that makes him think outside of the box. I don't remember he what it was is called. The only one that is capable of creative thinking and solutions that yeah. weren't pre-programmed into his brain. Yeah. Basically. Yes. So, but yeah, and um, yeah, he gets hurt really badly, and then in the end, a planet gets destroyed in between. Something like they scare us a couple of times making us think that one of the characters will die and in the end they're defeating the high evolutionary and they're freeing this new spe species which is basically just little kids small children and they're also freeing um a lot of animals that were held on the high evolutionary's cube which reminded me a lot of the board yeah group, not gonna lie. <laughs> i think about that too <laughs> yeah and in the end um the guardians like everyone survives and in the end, they're going their separate ways. Mantis says she needs to find her own way. Gamora, um, who is introduced early on in the movie, she is now part of the Ravagers, and um, she goes back to them because she has found her new family there. Nebula and Drax um, basically continue rebuilding nowhere with all their new citizens now, including penguins, <laughs> which was delightful. And um, Peter goes back to Earth because he learned, or he thinks his grandfather might still be alive and he basically moves in with him did i forget anyone oh yeah and groot and rocket they're now part of the new guardians of the galaxy 
basically the next Guardians team. Yeah, that's basically the plot. Amazing. Yeah. Perfectly explained. <laughs> yeah, like, in hindsight, like, nothing much happens in this that is yeah. um, super, like, earth-shattering. Well, it is earth-shattering when they destroy all <laughs> counter-earth, but um, that is, like, super impactful for the universe, I mm. think. Except for yeah. maybe the introduction of Adam Warlock and the High Evolutionary, which, you know, are two yeah. really important pieces in the Marvel like, plot. Canon, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I actually like that about the movie, to be perfectly honest, because I like had the worst kind of expectations in that it would be like a typical like third and last part in an installment where you're like, oh God. Now they're like, we're upping the stakes and, you know, like... You can say Ant-Man 3. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, I watched the Honest trailer for that, by the way, and Selena, you did the perfect fucking job because, like, yeah. you explained it, like, I hadn't seen anything about it and I only, like, went off from what you told us and I saw it and I was like, wow, it's exactly as Selena said. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you did a great perfect. job. Amazing. Yeah, I have to watch that as well. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Um, yeah, do we want to get into likes and dislikes I mean, and, like, discussing yeah. the plot and, yeah, that's... You already started, so you like the film in general. I like the film, indeed. The thing is, everyone, like, I feel like I was one of the last, like, even though I went on the first weekend on the Saturday, I was, like, out of my group of people who watch Marvel movies, mm. I was the last one to see it. Which tells you something about it, because, yeah. like, you know, like, everyone's feeling a little bit fatigued about it, and, like, it's fine, but this was a movie everyone wanted to see, and I wanted to see it as well. And everyone, before I went into it, was like, pack tissues, bring so many yeah. tissues, and I was, I don't know what I was expecting, like, I had the expectations of, like, yeah, this, you know, like, from the trailers and stuff, you were like, oh, yeah, it's gonna be rock, oh, my God, we forgot the trailers. Okay, in a second. Oh, the, the... In a second. Um, no. Delina didn't have any anyway. Um, oh, I had I did. so many. You did? But you went to screening. Eh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so it was really sad and I brought tissues, but I liked that about the movie. Now, on to the trailers. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, tell me, what trailers did you have? Because you said you had like 15,000 at least. Okay, it started out with, God, we had so many. Um, I was so happy that my friend and I, we went at the 5 p.m. Mm, screening mm -hmm. and not later because Jesus fucking Christ. Um, it started out with game trailers. So yeah. we had Redfall, which is like a vampire game. I always get really trashy mobile ads for that. And I thought it was the trashiest thing, but apparently it's, it's not like no. a thing thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, but the, the, the ads are not good. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, I had Zelda, Tears of a Kingdom. And then also Jedi Survivor, um, which are like the two main games at the moment. And then we had Flash. And the funny thing is, I knew almost all of these trailers, but my best friend, she hadn't seen any of them. So she was like, wait, that's going to be a thing. And I was like, yes. <laughs> so we had Flash, we had Blue Beetle, we had Indie, Transformers, Spider-Verse, Little Mermaid, a movie called About My Father and Fast and the Furious. About My Father. Is that with Robert De Niro? Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. So these were all the movies. So we had like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven trailers. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Plus that's... ads. That's yeah. way too much. I I was like, when does the movie start? But at the same time, I'm glad it was more trailers than advertisement because we didn't have as many. We had like one car thing and one like ice cream thing and one perfume thing, then two like local ads, and that was it. That's good. So. Then better this way than the other way around where you yeah. watch 45 minutes of ads Ugh. so yeah i had all of them you had them <laughs> what all. about you guys Zelina, do you wanna yeah so i basically just had marvel trailers so we had yeah. secret invasion and we had um the marvel oh, and some people really haven't seen the trailers they were like really gasping and excited and i was like dude i've seen this 20 times but okay Especially in a Marvel screening. Yeah. Like, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had many of the same as Alex. So I had um, Dead Survivor, I had Redfall, I had Diablo 4, oh. which looked really, really good. Like, I've mm. never, like, really, you know, thought about the Diablo games, but, like, the my um, like, friend and co-worker that I went with, she was like, yeah, I played the last few and they were really good. And I'm like, oh, nice. 
Um, then yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. Also the Jedi Survivor trailer, like the spot with Mark Hamill that I've yeah. seen everywhere on every website, and I like I love that. I like I just Same. love Mark Hamill. He's really great. We had that, yeah. Um, then I had Barbie. I had Oppenheimer. Oh. I had Asteroid City. <laughs> yes. Um, and I had Sam a Saxon. I said that ah. and I was like, no. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sam was there too. And then I had some really great ads, which was really funny. So I had one for Visit the Hearts Mountains. Mm. I was like, well, I regularly do. I do. Yeah. Really, I Good. Do. Good work. Yeah. And then some like local Berlin ads. And like some of them yeah. are so cringe. Like, I think, is it like Berliner Zeitung or Berliner Morgenpost? Like, but one of like the really, really yeah. big newspapers that we have here, they have like the cringiest, weirdest. This is Berlin. Everyone's so creative. <laughs> everyone's so different mm. and mm. everyone's like we all fit together anyway and i'm like oh, do we um how and, are they cringier than what we have in no. Halberstadt? Okay. no <laughs> but like in terms of this is a really big newspaper that's putting these out i was like interesting choice it's, yeah it's yeah well who knows um but mm. yeah that that was that yeah, but mm. now that you were saying it, we also had Sam. I just didn't write it down because I was explaining to my friend what it was because she was very confused why we, because we did have the all the traders in English and suddenly we had one in German yeah. and she was like, who? Huh? I was like, yeah, German that's the, one of the projects, you know, blah blah blah. So we also had that one. Yeah, and you had Ariel, right? Yeah, yeah little moment. And I gotta say, I know a lot of people are shitting. Maybe it depends on which cinema, cinema you're in, but a lot of people are shitting on the colors. And I was also like, why is it so dark? It doesn't look as dark in the cinema as it does on the home screen. Like maybe because we have had a really good screen because in Koblenz, the th cinema is very new and it's, you know, very good. But it didn't look as terrible from like the colors as it did on my computer or on my television. Yeah. So maybe that's a plus for the people who want to see it in cinema. Yes, I read the... Obviously, I read all of the initial screening reactions last week. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people are saying, like, the CGI does look rough. But all in all, everyone in this movie is doing a wonderful job. And, like, it's a great performance. So I'm hoping that that is... I mean, you're going to watch it next week. so you I'm going to watch us. it tomorrow. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So you can tell us. I, I'm not going to watch it because I don't care about the live action remakes, but you can tell us if it is good or not. Funnily yeah. enough, and don't tell anyone at work, but I really don't care about the live action remakes <laughs> as well. But Disney does, and so I have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, back to... But yeah, like the Hearts Werbung was really funny because I was like, is that Thüringer? What is, what is that? <laughs> you know, because they showed like um, the Baumwipfelfahrt and it's all like in mm. West, like in the, in the yeah. West like part of you know because it was like split during the mm. like you know and i was like that's weird do we have that and i was like yeah actually we do we do and like you know magda yeah. was like do you not recognize your own home and i'm like no but we're never in the west part because it's so far from where we live like yeah you know like it, it's not worth it to drive there and back in one day and you never like no. stay in a hotel there because where would you yeah <laughs> that would be dumb um yeah yeah Okay, so back to things we liked. So in general, like, did you guys like the movie? I thought it was entertaining, but I, so I didn't dislike it, but I also didn't like it that much. So you found so, it okay. okay? Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I, I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really good movie. Mm -hmm. It's very entertaining, as you said, Selena. And maybe it's just, especially since the Marvel fatigue has been going on, I'm just glad that it's a movie where I'm not sitting there like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. The Doctor Strange experience scarred us. Yeah, I think so. Honestly, since Doctor Strange, my, my, my whole idea of Marvel <laughs> has never been the same. Like, it just changed so drastically in yeah. three hours. I was like, no, I hate this now. I read some articles this week that said like oh yeah basically like like the people involved with it never watched WandaVision and I don't know if that's true or not or if it's just like you know a like um I don't think you know fake news basically like yeah no there was you a... mean like the people yeah who made Doctor Strange or Guardians now I'm confused no no Doctor Strange okay there, um, yeah there was that an is... interview um with Lizzie where she said um like she was 
really surprised how her character was, you know, going to be evil and everything. And then she also said, like, didn't you guys watch WandaVision? And then said, oh, right, yeah, you didn't. It's not out yet. So basically oh, okay, she confirmed okay. that they haven't seen it. Yeah. But it's interesting. Yeah. Like, I think Marvel really, like, steps on its own feet in the sense that they are so secretive about everything that not even people, like, involved in their own productions get to mm. see the stuff before it's yeah. out or it's, even, like, read the... Like, like, it would... Probably, at least know the plot. Yeah, like, read the treatments yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. But, yeah, I mean, um, it's not surprising that now the MCU looks the way it does because now it's all disconnected again yeah. because they're too secretive. It doesn't work anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. the same with everything, I think. Like, yeah. it's good if you have, like, one person at the helm who, like, really knows what they're doing, but at the same time, like, if that person doesn't distribute, like, information and resources, like, this... It, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, did you see that James Gunn tweeted that Kevin Feige always sends him all the scripts and he, like, takes Take notes or makes notes and sends it Kevin, back. Kevin Feige, like, does Kevin Feige make notes or James Gunn? No, James Gunn. So he sends him okay. the scripts and then he, you know, like, interesting. I mean, okay. It's interesting, but also at least something, you know, like at least there's, because you can think of James Gunn what you want, but I think he's a really good director mm -hmm. when it comes to entertaining and like popcorn cinema and adding a little twist. So it's, you know, always a bit different like Suicide Squad 2 was very funny and like it's an entertaining movie so at least they're doing that because yeah but also it's weird because James Gunn basically is like DC now so I don't know yeah. I, I don't think that will continue no no I think that was his last no. project for Marvel right didn't he say yeah mm -hmm. I mean it makes sense yeah he's the story of the Guardians is told and you know it was good ending he yeah, yeah he found that sweet spot yeah yeah he did mm -hmm. he really did so yeah, we are, yeah, Selena, you said the food movie was okay, but what were things that you did like? Um, so basically the ending kind of, not for all mm -hmm. of them, but that they split up and it made sense in a way, yeah. but then also not really, which is like a negative thing, but let's talk about that later. And yeah, all in all, I thought um, with the whole backstory and everything, it was entertaining but then again i don't know i cannot really talk about the positive things without already talking about the negative things mm. um i mean i really like that there was more nebula i guess oh yeah <laughs> yeah like i also um saw the interview or was it the TikTok? i'm not sure where um karen gillen talked about that she finally could be like funny and silly as Nebula and mm -hmm. be like more present and I was like yeah you go girl yeah so yeah. basically that <laughs> <laughs> and you Alex what what did you like I have a lot of things written down um but first off because you already talked about them like I think the acting was great in this movie both the voice acting and the on-screen acting um I mean Karen Gillan she's also the first one I wrote down because I love that Nebula now is her like she's a full character she's not defined by her trauma anymore like she has a personality now and i love that and she did it so well and also i really love the acting of zoe zaldana because she really got to be you know she wasn't a love interest anymore and that's why i mean it was never very stereotypical like she had always had her own personality but now she got to do more and also i mean i hate him i really do i despise chris pratt but I have to say, like, his acting was really good in this film, especially the scene where they think Rocket died. And I was like, oh, yeah, he put his hole in that. And I got to respect that, even though he's a shitty person and go die. But yeah. And also, I really enjoyed the voice acting. I mean, I think Bradley Cooper did a great job, um, especially because they had to de-age his voice in some way. And or was he was it the same? I, I because I was thinking he also did. I would think so. The flashbacks, right? But mm -hmm. he sounded younger, so I think they did some tweaking there. Yeah. Otherwise, he would have needed to talk like this the entire time. <laughs> and I don't think that's what they did. Uh, maybe a little bit, but not, you know, to the extreme. But yeah, in general, I think it was just really funny acting. And also, I like that they committed to this, like, the sad moments and didn't make it silly with some 
like a lot of times they in Marvel they're like there's a sad moment and then they're like it's all quippy now and sometimes these movies were like the scenes were just sad especially when Teeves and Floor and what's the name Lila when they die like that shit is sad and it's not like the next moment Rocket is like hooloo no I'm making a joke because honestly I feel like that's a lot of times what happens in Marvel movies and I really like that that they committed to the tone a bit more in the film so yeah, these were two things. Nice. Not what you, Paula. Well, I, first off, I agree on all of that. Um, I really enjoyed, like, you know, like, also the character development. Mm-hmm. Because you see what these characters have been through and also have been through together, which I really liked. I also, and because we haven't said it yet, I really, really liked Mantis in this movie. Because yeah. she too, like, you know, like, at the end she even says it. She never got to do what she wanted. First she was like Ego's like assistant, whatever, like all her life. And then she did what the Guardians did. And I yeah. especially enjoyed it when she stood up for Drex, you know, at the end. And she was like, like, what yeah. do you want him to do? Like, that's what he does. And he's not dumb. And they show that too, you know. And like, I really liked her. Like, you know, yeah. just... Yeah, like she is funny. And she is so much stronger than everyone gives her credit for. Like when they oh, fought... Yeah in the like headquarters of what's what's the thing called again does anyone know no no um the flash planet yeah <laughs> let me let me see i i'll look it up like i know counter earth but like in yeah in the flash in the flash thing mm, that was disgusting by the way but in a good way mm. yeah <laughs> like yeah. they committed to the look orgo corp the orgo corp yeah, headquarters right. um yeah no i really really liked her no agreed and she was really funny too. Mm-hmm. Like she and Drax, they were always funny. But I think she had a lot of very funny moments in this film. Indeed, when she made the security guard fall in love with Drax, like, like yeah. is it a little bit problematic? Maybe, maybe, but like, it was really funny. Yeah. And I love that, you know, they know it's problematic. Like they're not playing around it. That's like because the Guardians, they were always, you know, very close to the line of being very terrible people Mm -hmm. and I love that they kept doing that especially now that they have morals and ethics they're still douchebags and I like that about them that's right they're like chaotic good yeah sometimes sometimes (laughs) sometimes yeah no so yeah I mean I I I, I also like the music yes oh yeah so that was really great and some fight scenes especially the one where all of them fought, like with Rocket and everything at the end. I don't mm. know. In the corridor. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was really good. They, like, people even clapped afterwards oh, when, nice. when it was done. And I was like, yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> yeah, because you could follow the action. That was something, I mean, James Gunn is really good at that in general. But a lot of times in these scenes, you lose at some point like what is going on and he made it work really well that you could follow each character's path through the whole thing Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it was very well done and the choreography was really great yeah yeah and you saw that everything had an impact which i really enjoyed as well yeah yeah nice very good yeah no the action in the movie i mean it's an action movie in and of itself was really good um, I think it was a good balance, to be honest, of yeah. action scenes and emotional scenes and character scenes, like, you know, it fit quite well. Um, yeah. What did you think of Counter-Earth and how they, like, like made it, you know, the same, but, like, the, I think it was really, like, uncanny valley, because, like, it's the yeah. same, but, like, it really isn't. It's so, not. like, they hit that, it's like, not. perfect spot where yeah. you're like, oh, okay. I think honestly especially what from what i know in the comics it's where it's a bit different super different adam comics, warlock yeah. and the whole yeah and the jesus adam warlock <laughs> and it's like i'm glad they didn't do that because mm. that would have made that like that would have made any sense it was really like honest like the mo- the moment where drex kicks the kid with the ball like, <laughs> <laughs> that was in the trade already but i had to laugh so yeah. hard it's just so funny and i really like that I don't know. Yeah, as you said, you feel you're like, oh yeah, this looks like a normal, typical American neighborhood where they don't have anything that is individual. Everything <laughs> looks the same, and then you have these weird animals, and it's, I don't know. And I really like the scene where they were in the house of that woman, 
and especially since the roads were very like American sitcom of like these people living there like I don't know I really liked it but at the same time I was like oh this is so weird like yeah no but I also I I think it was a very interesting the decision that they were like oh yeah we have counter earth now something that is very well known for fans of the high evolutionary and a, and a warlock in the comics and now we're gonna destroy it <laughs> yeah literally just ended the planet I think that was an interesting choice yes yeah so wait in the comics um they have that as well and then yeah. they have multiple comics about this counter earth not mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. well in the comics it's um it's a thing that just gets established pretty early on in the comics yeah. i would say like in the 60s maybe i'm not quite sure yeah. on the timeline there but like it's been there for a long time and it technically is like you know our earth I don't know, you know mm -hmm. if you see me. Our Earth is here, and then the sun is in the middle, and then a counter of, like, pop, like, mimics it. Like, you know, they're always, like, yeah. in the, like, parallel to each other, basically. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like Earth. It's the same. Yeah. Like, you don't have any weird, like, creatures or something. It's just like Earth. Like, High Evolutionary mm -hmm. made it to just... Because he could, basically. Because yeah. he wanted to, because yeah. he could. Um, yeah, and... Yeah, and also it, one thing because I googled it mm -hmm. and one thing is important to like in the comics the high evolutionary that's what they wrote it here like they he basically put it ne one face next to our earth like he here's the race like placed counter earth a microsecond out of a dimensional sink to hide it from earth so it exists but earth can see it because of sci-fi heebie-jeebies mm -hmm. and um, it also said that it was destroyed by Thanos in the infinity gauntlet um, saga oh. Oh, okay. So yeah, so maybe that's like the latest thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and there were yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it exists and like it's different, but not that yeah. like. And Adam Warlock is kind of Jesus. They're Jesus. Yeah, it's ish weird. It's like that, it's a bit weird. It's a bit you know where you're like. Hmm. Yeah. Also, Adam Warlock technically very connected to the Infinity Stones. Mm -hmm. Um, that's like kind of his thing. Yeah. Um, and they didn't do this here and I th like I read some articles yet again I didn't fact check anything I just like mm -hmm. you know saw the headlines I was like interesting <laughs> that now that you know they're pulling back on Kang because they kind of have to um, like Magus Magus right it's gonna be like a major villain and I'm like oh god oh god that's the evil Adam Warlock the purple one the purple one Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. oh! They really. Selena, do you know what the purple one means? No. You, have you? No. Okay. So, okay. um, like Adam Warlock turned evil in the comics at one point, and when he turned evil, he turned purple. So his skin, you know, bright gold, then turned to purple, and he had an afro, and it was very much he's evil now, cause he's black or the other way around. Yeah. Yeah, because for context, in, in, in early comic printing, you only had four or five four colors, color I comics, think, four. Yes. Yeah. And so they didn't really have, you couldn't just, you know, do different skin tones. So everyone who was good was usually white or, you know, and everyone who was bad usually was purple. And a lot of times these were just racial stereotypes about black people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's an okay. interesting oh. choice from Marvel. If they yeah. really do, like, I don't know if they do it. Like the thing yeah, is, Adam Warlock wasn't good throughout all of the movie. Like he was pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Like misled maybe and manipulated and you know like raised to be the way he was. Nature versus nurture yeah. and everything. Um, but he was pretty evil and he was gold. So maybe they're just gonna keep Will Poulter as Will Poulter looking like he does. Oh, yeah. Mm, yes. But in general, because we're all like Adam Warlock now, I did like the Same. thing. I I was in the beginning, I was a bit surprised by how much he was not his own person. But they even said it like he was put out of the cocoon too early. Like he wasn't fully formed yet. And I think it was really funny that you had this grown man flying around and just having like three thoughts throughout the entire movie. Yeah. And like. I do like in the end, like I, I mean, because of the hammers home, the the message of the entire trilogy, like we believe in second chances, and that's why we saved you, and that's you know, and then he redeems himself, and I was like, yeah, that's a nice, that's nice, you know, and it, you know, like if he's now part of the guardians, why not? He's funny, 
like wait you guys get paid like you know yeah reporters. yeah <laughs> the eyebrows the you know? eye- he is the eyebrows yeah like in yeah. the wired autocomplete yeah. interview i was like but he looks so much better in these days yeah i was like oh wow you don't look like a toddler anymore like a weird deformed teenager like he did he did <laughs> like good for him yeah i also enjoyed his pet thing um yes. that was great <laughs> you know mother oh. what was it like did you want to stay with mother she will kill you yeah <laughs> and the That's way good. she's always like i'm we need to end this the, this thing needs to die <laughs> yeah yeah no that was great no i enjoyed him because he was so different from what i expected him to yeah. be before Same. the movie when the reports were out like adam warlock is gonna be in this i was like oh yeah he's gonna be mm. so serious and so like thought yeah. heavy basically right the yeah. way he's in the comics yeah no he wasn't he did not have a thought he was just there yeah. and he did his mother's bidding mother yeah great pure himbo great. honestly yeah no yeah. absolutely love that um yeah but he did have a valid you know motivation to do what he did oh, yeah. because he did not want all of his people to die like that would have been genocide again there was and much like, genocide I'm- in this movie yeah, and, but I do like that they went through with destroying Counter-Earth because otherwise the whole plotline with Adam Warlock would have felt unfinished because mm-hmm. then he would have been like, yeah, but the, the high evolutionary doesn't do that. But then they showed like, no, he just exploded a planet and you're like, oh, okay, that makes his motive to actually try to kill them and to get Rocket very realistic. Yeah. Because otherwise it would have felt like flat because you would have been like, yeah, sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. I also really enjoyed that he was so blase about it. You know, he was like, yeah. I'm just going to start from scratch. You know, just because like some, can. Yeah, yeah, sometimes if you have a project, like crafts or whatever, and you see, ah, oh, it's yeah. not going the way I want it, you just start from scratch. Yeah. But those are living, sentient beings with families and emotions and jobs, and I don't know. Yeah, that was, that was heavy. But yeah, especially... Guardians is heavy a lot of the time. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. No, but I do like that this brings up the whole discussion on where does sentience start mm-hmm. and when is life like worthy to be saved. And I do like in the end that they're like, oh, we're only supposed to get sentient life forms. And then Rocket is like, no, these are my people. Yeah. And I do like that because especially I read an article the other day where they there was like a science project once again, like uh, like a study. And it started people like having conversations more and more about is it still okay to test on animals even not i'm not talking about the animal testing that's referenced in this movie where we put stuff on them and we're hurting them but also in experiments because for example the the classic i don't know example is octopi they're very smart they're extremely smart like is it still ethically okay and morally okay that we do tests on them because you know like that was the whole thing and i really like that this is also something they're trying to discuss in the film because rocket is a raccoon which he now finally no except in this film yeah. God, i was so sad i cried i cried so much in the, the mm. second half oh my god but yeah no i do like that because it felt like especially since the last movies were a lot of like popcorn key, like cinema maybe not black panther like they tried to do a lot there some of it worked some didn't but i felt like this movie they try to be at least a bit deeper and try to start some conversations more than for example endman i don't know what conversation endman wanted to start but not not any deep ones like i think <laughs> maybe ones on like does marvel have like did they overstep in their power did they yeah. you know like do they have too many cgi artists at their fingertips that work for them 24 7 and don't get to see their families locked in a basement in burbank and, but i don't think that's the the conversation they wanted to have no <laughs> no <laughs> like that was more did. side product yeah a negative side product yeah let's let's talk more about the discussion that this movie started because something that i've seen discussed which i thought was so timely and interesting and i think was also not maybe not something they fully intended but now are leaning into it is the discussion on creativity um out of programming because as we all know the writers are striking and obviously yeah. we stand with them um because we you know think that people should get paid what they deserve and you know like make a living wage 
And yeah. um, one big thing in this whole strike is that the studios are basically threatening or exploring the use of AI for pre-existing um, properties, basically like mm -hmm. books to scripts to movies, right? Yeah. And in this movie, it's a really, really big thing that nothing can ever like think creatively that you program that you made you can yeah. put stuff into it and you can feed chat gpi um if you want it and you know like keep that going but like it will never be able to have a creative thought of its own because that is something yeah. that is so inherent in the human like nature and brain that mm. you cannot make that And yeah. I think it's really interesting because I saw a lot of people discussing this here and like how it's so important because sure you can have like a script, but like does it have emotion? Does it have like real characters? Like, yeah. you know, like relationships between these characters, something that is so like central to this movie, especially. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Enjoyed that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very timely on accident. Mm -hmm. It's really, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't thought about that too much, but now that you're saying it, I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we agree. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> like, now, because I feel like I need to think about that for a second. Yeah, but yeah, sense. no, it's, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, that's why, I think that's why I enjoyed the movie in general. Like, it does ask some hard questions. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I, I do like that, especially, which is one of the pivotal moments for Rocket's backstory is when the High Evolutionary tells him, like, Like, I'm going to say this, like, very meanly now, but he's basically like, you look fucked up. You and your friends are fucked up. You're not perfect. You're some experiment. You're going to die down there. And I really like that it's, like, this whole thing about how we treat others and how we treat animals. I do like that this is part of the movie because Rocket is the character you can do it with. He's, like, one of the few characters in the, like, in the Marvel canon where it makes sense to talk about animal testing and animal rights, which is a big discussion these days. And I do like that, you know, that they're very blunt about it. Mm -hmm. And especially I really like, because as you all know, I'm very terrified of spiders. So, so Flor's entire design gave me the creeps. I got to be honest, yep. like the legs, mm -hmm. the mouth. <sighs> But I do love that what they did with teeth and with Flor, uh, like the, the names are so weird. But what they did with the two of them, especially is portraying that innocence that I think we associate with animals quite a lot, especially mammals, where you're like, oh, this is cute. This isn't like... You know, you see your dog and you're like, oh my God, you're such a sweet, innocent creature. And I, I really love that they really went hard into that because bunnies and walruses and otters, they're very cute. And I really love that we had get got to see, you know, these very innocent creatures who were taken and then killed. And you're just sitting there like, oh no, this is so fucked up because it is. And I don't know, because the guardians aren't innocent. They're, as we said, they're assholes. And I really like that we had this, these characters who didn't do anything wrong and who were just, you know, taken and manipulated and literally torn apart and put back together. And I really do like that because, I don't know, I think it makes for strong characters. Yeah, I completely agree. That was a very strong message. But I do think that it's also like that it's not just the like blatant message that you mm -hmm. get with the animal testing. It's also like, yeah. um, like how people want to decide on what happens to their own like bodies and to you yeah. and like to have any form of consent because you know like that is something that's also like discussed like every single fucking day you see like how rights are taken away from women or from trans folks or like you know like many many mm -hmm. many different um ways in which you can have people not decide what happens to them and like that like like if anything is really yours in this world it's you right like like yeah. no one should be should able be. to take that away from you yeah. but they, they still do and i thought it was really really good that you had like these two messages like like mm. two sides of the coin basically you know like you have the yeah. animals and like what we do to them but also what we do to ourselves and each other was really good. yeah yeah i thought about It's, this movie yeah. a lot <laughs> i don't know why mm. but like it really stuck with me yeah and i love that we have that it makes sense that nebula especially nebula connects so hard with rocket yes. and we have seen this in endgame because um They were the last two guardians who didn't pulverize. And I do love that, you know, these two, like, that was one thing. Also, Nebula, why did she connect so well with uh, War Machine? Mm -hmm. Because he is also disabled. 
And I do love that we have these characters who know what it's like to live with a disability, to be torn apart in one way or another and to connect over that and to like as also like when you see these animals, it, maybe not Layla, but the other two, you're like, oh, you know, the first reaction is a bit like, oh, oh, no. And I really love that the movie really challenges you to look past that and mm-hmm. to do not see the fucked up spider legs for example and i do love that because i think guardians was always very well like very good with like having disabled characters not be defined by the disability even though of course nebula talks about it because what the fuck man um especially the scene the with eyes. the eyes yes I yeah. think about that. yeah he chose a very pretty pair and i was like <laughs> God, that's so fucked up. It's a very but, yeah. cool thing to say, though. Like, yeah. he is very yeah. much so oblivious. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, I do like that about the film. Because a lot of times you have to see past that shit to really engage with the characters, even in Guardians. Because they do look weird. Like, Mantis objectively looks a bit weird. Yeah, not a bit, yeah. 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 Like and I really like that. that. Yeah. 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 This, oh. this also reminds me, because I'm currently rewatching Avatar, Mm-hmm. Um, every time when they are like not thinking about Toph being blind, and yeah. you know <laughs> when she bumped into Sokka, for example, and he's like, mm. "Can you not watch your step?" And she's like, "No, I can." <laughs> you know these yeah. kind of things. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, or when they're like trying to find a library in the sand, oh my God, yeah. and she's like, "Yes, I, I, yeah. I see it. It's, it's there." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, it's really well done. That's yeah. But I also had to think a lot about this film, gotta be honest. Yeah. Makes you think. And that is something yeah. that very rarely happens with Marvel movies. At least yeah. anymore. I don't know. Like I'm trying to think if there was a movie that was like in the same trying maybe Winter Soldier a little bit in a like similar kind of way. Yeah, but it's not as direct. I think in Winter Soldier a lot of like the stands were like oh my god and mm. like you know the whole thing about free will and everything but i think here it's more pronounced it's more like here it's not subtext anymore like you don't have just a few scenes you have like a whole traumatic past yes. that gets you know shown it does get shown and again and so. again and again and you're mm. crying and you're already you know sobbing there i was crying like it was like I was like, okay, you can do this. You're strong. And then they show these fucked up animals. I was like, this is so yeah. unfair. Immediately started crying. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was very hormonal <laughs> that weekend. <laughs> That's also something that yeah. played into it. And then, you know, like, the thing is, my best friend, she rarely, rarely ever cries when it comes to movies and books and stuff. Like, in real life, yeah. <laughs> but, like, when it comes to fiction, she's not a crier. And she was sitting there and she, at some point she was just taking out her tissues and she was like, I could see, like she was weeping. And I feel like that shows that this movie was a really good movie because if she, like it really, oh my God, it punched you in the face repeatedly with the emotions. And especially in the end where you're like, yeah, you cannot just play Florence in the machine and not have me have an emotion about that, you yeah. know? And it's really like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Did you? Because it's a happy. Yeah. yeah, did you see her reaction? Like, obviously, yeah. yeah, right? Yeah, I saw it on TikTok where she, like, you know, like, watched a movie and she was so joyful about that. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, because, like, she really is into, like, all, like, the superhero yeah. stuff. And, like, you know, and she, like, Florence and the Machine is a really big band. Like, you you know, yeah. they're, like, mainstream, but at the same time not so mainstream. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, their songs, like, every queer woman in my life it's a Florence in the Machine stand. Yeah. Like, you know, that was what, like, my new, like, co-worker and I first bonded about. And I was like, oh, yeah, she's gay 100,000%. Mm. Like, no doubt about it. And she was also yeah. really, really happy that that was, in a, <laughs> that, that was in a movie. We watched it together. Yeah. I, especially since I didn't know. Because you did send me a reel mm. where were like, they were like, oh, my God. And I didn't watch it. I was like, I don't want to know anything. I tried to know as little as possible because that was actually a movie I had hoped for. Mm. And then, you know, they start playing that. Mm. And, like... You know, like, if it's a song from the 2000s, especially, like, the dog days are over, mm-hmm. we're good now, everything is going to be better now, and you have the happy ending for all of the characters, and then they're dancing, and I was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, I was very chill at the end. I was like, <laughs> Yeah, same. Yeah. Sobbing. Um, yeah, but what did you guys think about the high evolutionary as an antagonist? 
Zidida, like in the do film. you want to say something? Because because we've been talking for yeah. forever. <laughs> um, I don't. I I didn't like that he was so aggressive all the time and screaming basically, mm. just the entire time. I don't know. And that he gets so close to other people. I was like, <laughs> chill. Yeah. Um, I mean, in general, I liked. He, him being an antagonist it was just like basically the um acting choices sometimes i was like hmm, mm. not sure maybe that would have been like screaming is one thing but talking in a super calm voice and then yeah. being close to someone i think that's that's intense but like screaming mm. at someone and being this close yeah i don't know <laughs> um yeah so also his agenda of creating the perfect society hmm. yeah I don't know I mean well I I didn't even really think about it because um, every other villain you got what they wanted to achieve mm. but for this I was like sure so you want to do that but you would still leave Earth how it is. Like he, he never wanted to go to Earth and then, like explode, like let Earth explode, right? He just wanted to have another Earth where he was like the mm. man on top. And I'm like, God. well, then God, yeah, yeah, then okay, I guess do that. I don't know. Like I didn't get, I didn't get the um, evilness out of it mm -hmm. until he you know, exploded, uh, like counter earth, um, yeah. for like for this basically, but then obviously the whole experimenting thing that was, yeah, just terrible. Um, yeah. but I don't, I don't know. He was, hmm. I, I would need to think about him more because I didn't really no. think about him actually, mm -hmm. but yeah. I, I've heard people really like, putting him on top of the um, villain list and I was like mm, mm. I don't know but okay yeah. what do you think honestly I think that he works better if you know at least are familiar what he, who he is in the comics because in the comics it makes sense he's what we don't get to know in the movie is like he's an Oxford scientist and he gets like super obsessed with genetics and evolution he, and that's he evolutionized his dog into a person that's yeah. one of the first things he did. <laughs> and I had to think about, like, like, like yeah, um, do you know, um, do you know, like, this one, like, Peter Pan movie, but not, it's not Peter Pan, it's, um, Wenn Träume fliegen, and I don't know, I don't know mm. what it's like, and they have, like, the stage production of Peter Pan, and there's this guy in a dog suit with the mm. ears, and that's always what I have to think about, like, that's what I see in front of my eyes when I think Muta. about yeah, the, yeah, yeah, basically the murder. Halbmann, halb yeah. When I think about the high evolutionary. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I think, why he makes in this film more sense if you know, like, he's from Earth. And he is very obsessed with creating, like, creating evolution. And he creates, like, the mole people, basically. Yeah, really yeah, fucked up. Very fucked up. But, you know, he has his origins on Earth. And that's something they don't explore at all. And I don't even know if it's canon for the film. But if you know that, you're like, oh, yeah, that's why he wants to create a perfect other Earth, because he's not satisfied with the Earth we have. Because he's crazy. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, so that's scientist. why it made a bit more sense for me that he, you know, created Counter-Earth. But also, I gotta agree, like, they leaned in pretty hard with the idea that, like, he's some type of god in some civilizations because he created them. And then it's a bit weird to just focus him on Earth to be like, yeah, he wants to create this perfect other Earth. That's like they should have explained the connection to Earth better. I think yeah. then it would have made a bit more sense. Mm. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Other than that, I think it was an interesting choice to have him as a villain because in the like in the comics, he is connected to many, many, many characters, like including Wanda, because yeah. like he was the one who delivered her and Pietro. Yeah, which is kind of interesting that they. Um, moved away from that because technically mm -hmm. he's based on earth like he is based on earth in yeah. mount wondergore right and yeah. i thought it was interesting that we just saw mount wondergore and now we saw the high evolutionary and there was like zero connection zero. that is so <laughs> weird because he technically like 
like he's so integral to all of that you know like and I thought, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost as if you know someone made the multiverse of madness film who doesn't know a single thing about marvel characters what that is weird what? why would you say that <laughs> yeah mm. no absolutely absolutely <laughs> I got it. Like yeah. I, I know we're technically talking. Like I don't know what we're talking about, but technically about the positives. But I have to. I have, I have one beef with this m- movie, and it's beef related. Mm-hmm. They didn't show Bova. Like what the fuck? In the comics, like his assistant is basically a human cow. Yeah. She looks like a cow, but she has hands. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. I don't know if she's really that important or if they just mention her. She is to us. <laughs> Yeah, they just mention her a lot on Marveling and Marvel's Marvels. Like, they do. Yeah. Every time they talk about the high evolutionary, they talk about Bova. So, in my, yeah. in my mind, they're like this. They're like this. They're connected yeah. at every level. And now they didn't show her, and I was like, mm, that's an odd. Like, you showed all these yeah. fucked up creatures, you know, like the the, the, um, just the bats. Just cow. And yeah. What's the cow? Yeah. The pig. The, pi- the pig. Oh, the wall pig. Like, yeah. I thought for sure that I was going to have na- I Oh, my God. Something that we haven't mentioned. How did this movie get a PG thirteen rating? What the fuck? I think that like they there was they they, they they was close. Honestly, I mean we did get the first fuck. I loved oh, yeah. getting the fucking card. I was I was like yes, thank you, finally. Um, I, I think it was. I think I'm pretty sure there's a version of this film that is a bit tougher to watch and that is a bit more explicit because. Like especially with the experiments, um, like yeah. I, I'm pretty sure there's a version that isn't PG somewhere out there where they had a few more scenes and maybe a few more explicit like surgery scenes and experiments. Yeah, yeah. I thought I think, and you know, like I know that especially like whoever does the like writing in the US, I'm not quite sure if the, is it mm. the FCC maybe I don't know. Um, but um, they usually look at the like violence and maybe like the like sexual themes and all of that, yeah. and then they also look at the language. But what they really yeah. don't look at is if um, like the children watching this movie really understand. Yeah, because I think maybe like my sister, right? she's really like she's really like smart and she's really like mature for it like it sounds dumb but yeah. like mature for her age like she understands a lot of nuances and stuff yeah. but like other 13 year olds like i'm not sure if they see this and can handle it you know what i mean hmm. like and a lot of this is really fucked up not just the experiments like this like that involve surgery and like intrusion into the body but also when they just put the um turtle into the cylinder and yeah. like um basically evolutionize it like that was so like that was that took yeah. me out i was like oh god um yeah yeah so that's something i was thinking about i was like oh and at the yeah. end when they rip off the face of the evolutionary i was like okay the okay. thing what i found really funny though my best friend studies medicine yes. she has seen dead people mm-hmm. <laughs> like real corpses mm-hmm. she was sitting there she was like <laughs> <laughs> i was like girl but the thing is that I was fine until you saw that one like thing straw whatever it was like that one mm-hmm. I was like ooh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I was like okay mm. um that's that's a choice that was a, it was a very James Gunn choice but the whole movie was a yeah. very James Gunn it's choice James Gunn choice yeah, yeah. Like all of it. but also like we were traumatized. I was traumatized by the Borg Queen. Maybe mm. sometimes you just need to be traumatized as a kid to realize that there is good in the world. <laughs> maybe. You know? Yeah. Maybe, you know, you gotta toughen up a bit. <laughs> toughen up a bit. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. But I thought even without the face removed, the look of the High Evolutionary was very... Um, very... I don't know, disturbing... It's yeah. probably the word, you know, with the face stretched. Like, but the insults that came out of it were really fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, it looked like you didn't want to look at him. And that made it even yeah. more, like, intense. Like, when he got into yeah. the face of the people, you know, because they didn't mm. want to look at him either. Like, I can't no. assure you. Um, so that yeah. was really good. But I like that it looked practical. Like, like yeah. there has to be some CGI, but I think there was probably yeah. a lot of like FX makeup involved, and we yeah. saw that, mm-hmm. and it looked really good. 
Um, also with Nebula, you know, like yeah, I love how Karen Gillan like told the story of how one day she forgot they were filming and she had like a marriage <laughs> like counseling, counseling. session, yep. and then she showed up in makeup. I'm like, yeah, yeah. no, I like you see the it. The picture is so funny. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like it looks good. Um, yeah. so yeah, disturbing but well done. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you, Selena. Sometimes the acting choices were a bit too much. Sometimes it was a bit too on in, in your face, literally. Too intense. Um, yeah, but in general, I think he was a good villain for the Guardians. I did read a few articles about that where they were like, yeah, these are idiots who are very much outcasts and they're fighting against this idea of perfection. And it's I think it's a good choice for the Guardians, especially for the last round. Yeah. So yeah, because we're already in an hour, mm-hmm. I would wanted to suggest doing the the quick round of just saying quickly what else we did like because I feel like Paula and I we probably ha- still have a few more other notes. Yeah, some some notes, yeah, some some notes. So maybe just quickly say what else you have, and then I will. <laughs> then we go to the negatives. Yes. I really, really, really enjoyed Nathan Fillion in this movie. Yes, I I, I saw him, him in the credits, and I know that in the last movie he was supposed to be yeah. Wonder Man, and all of that was cut. So I love that they you know just shoved him in there. I'm like, it's a stupid yeah. role, but not so stupid. Like, I have one of those guys as well. Took me out. Yeah, both times. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Nathan Fillion. So, um, I love Gamora finding new family and. Like, we could talk 20 minutes about this, mm-hmm. but her just telling Peter, like, I don't need to be anyone to you. And literally just screaming in his face and him accepting it. Because it's fair enough, like, it takes him some time to get there. But I really love that she was like, fuck you. I'm not the old Gamora. And I, I'm glad they didn't go down that road of her. You know, she has found a new family and she's a Ravenger now. And it makes sense for a character to just have another fucked up family other than the Guardians, you know, to go down that road. And I really like that, that she has boundaries now. Uh, agreed picking off of that her like showing her in the way she was before she met the guardians and Nebula saying everyone always you know basically like just wrapped onto me but she was Mm. just as fucked up as I was love that was really good Um, also I really liked just the whole look of the movie yeah it looked so retro and not retro at all like Mm. like retro futuristic maybe yeah, that's what you would say. I really enjoyed that. The space suits, yeah. especially. Oh God, yeah, those are great. Yeah, um, Craglin. Yeah. We did say talk about him. Craglin Cosmo having the whole debate. Yeah, I'm a good dog. Say mm-hmm. it. And like, <laughs> like connected to the rest of this movie mm-hmm. and the animals, it made it so gut-wrenching because like she said even at the beginning the soviets like you know they they cast me into space and they knew i would never survive and never come back and that's what happened to the real one right to um yeah yeah they just what what's her name uh like like yeah like right yeah but there was like wasn't there also an animal like a famous animal that was called cosmo i think there was one but they also had the monkey yeah i don't know if it was the russians or the americans but yeah like yeah multiple dogs literally just yeah yeah that's fucked up and you know like having the mm. connections very good very good yeah. nice yeah and um, yes yeah, also the whole community like you mentioned it at the beginning but i feel like we should you know like really emphasize yeah. that it was so good how they build it up like we saw it a little bit in the christmas special yeah. but now they really like you know showed us like all these people want to be here we are a community we help each other you know when Craig yeah. came with nowhere um, and they yeah. fired the thrusters and stuff and I was like amazing awesome very good and also I liked in the beginning that Adam Warlock's destruction had quite the impact on the people yeah. because honestly that's like someone flying into your hometown and shooting up some shit like yeah. literally like and taking one of everyone. your like, neighbors and friends yeah, and, yeah friends and almost killing others and I really like that you see in his face like oh god this is my home like this is not the casual oh oops doodle doo we blew up a city that they a lot of times do in the Marvel movies because they established like this is their home yeah this is where they live yeah New York but the thing is New York isn't re- like really a place it's more of a, I, a clusterfuck of people living <laughs> living there <laughs> I always feel like like I, I never been but I always feel like New York shouldn't be real you know it shouldn't exist <laughs> the way it does but yeah yes indeed. Yeah. anything else no I think that's it okay 
So it's like, now it's your, now it's your moment. To shine. <laughs> to shine. Because I think, yeah, as you said, you I, probably have a few more problems with the film. So get into them. And this is the end of today's episode. Um, because we talked for about two hours and a bit more, we have decided to cut this episode into two pieces. So it's more, you know, accessible to listen to. Um, so yeah, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us on deep.space.gay. No, <laughs> you can send us an email to deep.space.gay at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram and social which is a social media. I've, I worked the entire day. I had the... I, I had a day, you know? No, you can find us on social media, both on Instagram and on Twitter, under deep underscore space underscore gay. And um, you can find Selena at pro, un, pro underscore x. I always say pro x, but it's pro underscore x. Um, both on TikTok and on Instagram. And, you know, she posts some really cool fandom videos. She has done some amazing avatar videos, which might be of interest to all of y'all. Not the blue people. The legend of Aang. I feel, I feel like, you know, I should make that difference. Anyways, um, and yeah, if you if you are curious about her opinions, or more importantly, her opinions on why she did not enjoy all of the film, tune in next week. <laughs> I almost said tune in next year. I don't know why. Tune in next week and toodles! Toodles!